This is Heavy Conversation with Bruce and Jody, a podcast where we talk about being a big guy in today's world. I'm Bruce. And I'm Jody. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. All right, here we go. Here we go. All right, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Hey, Bruce. Jody, we've almost made it through 2020. Oh, my God. It's We're so close. I can I, almost smell it. Yeah, yes. 2020 definitely has a smell. And it's not good. It's not good. <laughs> yes, it will get to more of that smell maybe later in the podcast too. Yes, but yes. That smell so, might be. <laughs> so yeah, it has. Uh, it's an understatement to say that this has been a crappy year, but there have been a few good things that have come out of the year. Definitely. And, you know, a lot of a lot of a lot of hard stuff, and obviously, it's you know for the for the world and for. The country and all of that. It's there's been a lot that we've been dealing with, but um, you know, you have to sometimes try to look for those those bright spots and those bright mm-hmm, points. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of those bright points for me has been my media consumption. Oh yes, the yes the shows, the uh, the music, uh, you know, all of these things that are out there that that I've been able to enjoy and just kind of take in mm-hmm. and. You know, we've, we've got to be like everyone else on the planet and, and share our best of 2020 list. Yeah, yeah. We're definitely, we want to share some of the silver linings of 2020, what we enjoyed, what we're, what we liked, what we're liking, all that kind of stuff. Um, and just give you some, something to reflect on and remember 2020 on a maybe a little bit more positive note. Yes, yes. So, before we jump into that, we've got a, a couple great pieces of news, and one that uh, that I saw you had uh, you had found that it is after it's after Christmas, but this is something that you can hold on to and you can play anytime you want. You you want to jump yes. in with this? So I don't I'm, I don't know how many people are familiar with the Yule log thing that that you would play during on Christmas Day or Christmas morning or whatever. Um, sometimes on public television or on YouTube or wherever you just find a nice crackling fire that you can play. Well, for 2020 in honor of 2020, they had a dumpster fire that you could play <laughs> on Christmas morning, um, which was kind of funny. Um, oops, I'm spelling dumpster wrong. Um, and it was just, it's just kind of a funny cause you know, 2020 was a hard year, you know, it's kind of, everyone was joking about how it's a dumpster fire and whatever. So it was kind of a fun way to send out 2020 by like watching a, uh, a fire dump stir. Right. And an actual flaming dumpster because yeah. yes, 2020 has been a dumpster fire. So this is, this is the, the perfect representation. I, of- I thought it was kind of funny there and there were. A lot more than I th- wanted to see. <laughs> if you're if you're watching us on on video right now, you're seeing the actual dumpster that says 2020, and it is indeed on fire. So. Yeah, I was like, wow, th- that looks that's a real fire. Like some of them are obviously a fake looking fire, but this one was a raging fire. So I think that's what the smell was this year was the dumpster fire. Yeah, right, right. I, I think you're right. And I think we experienced a little bit more of it here on the West Coast earlier, or yes. whatever, a few months ago, where we yes. were all encased in smoke. Definitely, and you know, <laughs> just because just because Christmas and you know most of the holiday season is over, uh, doesn't mean you can't use this. I would absolutely pull it out for uh, for New Year's Eve. Yeah, because, maybe even a New Year, like for in yeah. the background. Maybe right. you could, oh yeah, or or a Zoom. Can I wonder if you can do a video background on your zoom calls i don't know but that would be amazing i gotta figure i haven't really played with that much on these things but that'd be uh, funny to have that going in the background i love it I behind love it. me yep it's good it's so so you've got that that you can go to and like you said they're all over all over uh youtube youtube yeah there was a ton of different ones on youtube there was fun some of them were playing music or whatever i just muted it or somewhere you could see hear the crackling and right popping of all the trash and whatever stuff. So there we go. Nice. (laughs) Perfect. What about you, Bruce? So uh, my piece of news is something that I sincerely hope is true. KFC. Yes. Kentucky fried chicken has revealed Mm. the KF console. It's a gaming console that can play the most graphics intensive games while also 
keeping your chicken warm. What? So it is a gaming console that is uh, it was it was built in a partnership with a company called Cooler Master, and uh, you can play computer games on it up to uh, games in 4K up to 240 frames per second. Um, it is a it looks like a black bucket on the front. It says KFC console. Uh, it has you know these three lines, and then it actually has. Uh, a photo that shows the world's first built-in chicken chamber. So chicken chamber. This oh thing opens up. It it slides open. You can put your chicken in there, close it, and keep it warm. And apparently, the way that it does this is it wow. takes it takes the heat that the console, this computer, generates mm-hmm. whenever it's playing these graphics-intensive games, and it channels it into this uh uh into this uh chamber to keep your chicken warm so uh it's it's pretty crazy and yeah i mean it looks like it's a it is a beastly uh computer and, yeah. and really that's what it seems to be when they said console at first i was thinking yeah, i'm like, trying to get a reference of like how big it actually is here yeah, it's, uh, I mean, as far as performance goes, boot games up in seconds. Uh, it's got a one terabyte SSD. So apparently, so they just announced this not too long ago. Mm-hmm. They've been teasing it back into the summer uh, from what I read. And they don't have a price tag for it. So is it actually going to happen? Man, I hope so. Like, fingers crossed. Because the K, like it's just the most ridiculous, amazing thing. And I mean, it, you know, they're saying it's VR ready. Uh, it's got uh, ray tracing built in, which is the new thing with all the consoles. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's ridiculous. So, you know, looking at this thing, they are they're definitely uh, they're going all in on it. But of course, it could just be a big joke marketing yeah, it thing. Could come off, you know, later. Hi, it was just a joke. Right. But it, it looks like it's a beast if it's actually going to work so i just can imagine i wonder if it would keep it crispy though i don't mind warm but i want to keep it crispy let's I like, hope i like my kfc crispy yeah you know they i'm they had to have yeah i mean it says enjoy uh now you can focus on your gameplay and enjoy hot crispy chicken between rounds okay. so i'm gonna hold them to that marketing mm-hmm. messaging that we will still get our crispy chicken and uh yeah you know it's <laughs> they thought it through they thought it okay. through so, uh, that that sounds like a very interesting 2021 hopefully not dumpster fire we hopefully will start fires That'd we be. will definitely be talking about that again if it's a real yeah. thing once they've <laughs> yeah. got a price on that then we'll look and see i mean it's looking at like they've got the the Intel NUC 9 Extreme Compute Element. I mean, it's it, it looks like they are like they've put a lot of thought into, you know, what they are uh, putting into it. So, I mean, it you know, I don't have a gaming computer that's just dedicated to gaming, but it seems yeah. like they've thought some of this through. So, you may, I, I'm curious to see if they put this out and uh, you know maybe maybe you'll see one here yeah. on my desk in the very near future yeah so. oh yeah like the what was the what's the one you've been trying to get the ps5 yeah well, well jody dreams do come true oh yes did santa yes. bring you one uh santa santa was finally able to get one um <laughs> it was uh it was a i i gave up i had given up i was i got to a point santa where came through yeah, I, I got to a point where I was done. And uh, um, luckily, Santa and my wife apparently commiserated and mm. uh, uh, they they were able to figure out a way to make it happen. So, uh, yeah, yeah, nice. it's yeah, yeah. Well, definitely. Well, good, have, thing, good thing he got his vaccine and was able to deliver all the. That's right. Here. I was worried. <laughs> so so was I. So was I. But he came through. Dreams yeah. do come true. So, yeah. Yes. All so, right. Well, I'm thirsty. Yes. It's so time. I'm, I'm going to open mine. Please. Because um, I'm kind of, I don't know, I'm kind of excited about this one. I haven't had it before. It's a seasonal uh, beer from Ecliptic Brewing. It's mm. the Filament Winter IPA, but it's an ale brewed with tangerine. 
Ooh, nice. I'm kind of liking these like tangerine orangey. Yeah. I don't know. There was a grapefruity one that I wasn't quite as thrilled about the grapefruit. It seems like tangerine beer is a thing that's I'm seeing more of them around now. So mm-hmm. uh, I always wonder about that with, with these beer trends. Is, is it, is there a lot of tangerine this year? Is it just right. a, you know, you know how they pick like the colors of each year. Mm-hmm. Is there like a, a fruit or a specific beer theme? Don't know. I don't know. It's, what do you think? It's kind of tart. Okay. It's a little, it's kind of dry with the, it's almost like, like tangerine peels or something like that. I don't know what it is. Okay, sure. Like, nice. You, have you, I don't know if you've ever eaten orange peel or anything like that, but it's, yes. So it's got a little of the bitterness. Yeah. 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 So it says a dry hopped cosmic winter wonder with a tangerine twist. Okay. Brewed with strata crystal something, <laughs> something and something. Well, nice. Well, good. So yeah. it's got a it's lot a of things. It's a, it's a local Portland brewery, but yeah. 7.2 ABV and a 70 IBU on hey. checking out on uh, untapped here. Nice. Adding good. to list. But I, I think, yeah. Yeah. Is it one you drink again? Mm-hmm. Do you think? Yeah. We got six of them to drink. So. Oh, well, there we go. Then you will be drinking them again. <laughs> Very nice. I'll be drinking it some more. All right, so my beer this week is uh, from, let's see, here we go, if I can get that up to you. Monkless Belgian Ales. This one is called Four Devils. It's a Belgian-style golden ale, and uh, yes, it comes from uh, Bend, Oregon. So uh, this is uh, another of the, uh, from the the beer festival box that... uh, that I told you about a few weeks yep. ago. We kind of talked about that. There were a lot of beers in that, and I have not been able to get through all of them. So here we are. So yeah, this is a uh, it's a Belgian ale. It says devilishly smooth and light bodied. Originally brewed in celebration of the fourth anniversary of Portland's Abbey Bar, this classic dry golden ale is slightly fruity with a subtle earthy hop presence. The bouquet is sweet with a mild spiciness intertwining with a pleasant pineapple character. Mm. So let's see how much of that I can actually taste. Which one was it again? I'm sorry. It is called Four Devils. Four Devils by Monkless. Monkless. Yes. And it is a nine percenter. So, um, yeah. So here we go. Nine percent. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Belgian strong golden ale. That's strong. I taste the strong. (laughs) I don't know about anything else. I'm I'm not sure that slightly fruity with a subtle earthy hop presence. The bouquet is sweet with a mild spiciness intertwining with a pleasant pineapple character. Okay, I've got some of that earthiness. No, no pineapple. I'm not getting that. No pineapple. No, I mean enjoy in a snifter. I do not I have a snifter, know. so I'm enjoying it in a can. So we may, we have to make it work. This is 2020. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We need to get some uh, uh, B cup snifter. I know they got to get a little fancier with their B cups. I know those B cups are awesome. And B cups, if you're uh, if you're not familiar, they are uh, they're they're beer glasses, but instead of glass, they're plastic, and they're in a bunch of different kinds of shapes. I have some right here on my desk. And they're made for different types of beers. If you're watching the video, you can see Jody's holding this two of those. Stout. This mm-hmm. one's for a lager. There we go. And yeah, they have a bunch of different kinds and it's great. And uh, they are unbreakable. So even better. They're fancy. All yeah. right. So our silver lining of 2020 list or things. Yes. Um, did you want to start us off, Bruce? Yeah, yeah. And I think just before we jump in, I just want to throw out that uh, this is by no means an exhaustive list. That Well, mm. I guess, yes, this is an exhaustive list. It's not a um, it's not an in-depth list that covers every single great thing. No, just things that we liked, we enjoyed. Yes, we did that kind right. of stuff. Right. So more about us, less about, you know, things you could just Google or already knew about maybe. Right, right. Yeah. So, uh, you know, for me this year and for uh, I'm guessing most people listening, uh, this year was a whole lot of staying home Mm -hmm. and uh, 
staying home. <laughs> and so the, you know, the last time that I was out and actually went somewhere, uh, you know, on a trip was, was March, like a week before uh, the pandemic kind of shut mm-hmm. everything down. I went to, I did, did a photo shoot in Arizona and uh, that was about it. And, you know, since then I've kind of been at home. So um, it's been, it's been interesting. And the, I guess the silver lining to this is that uh, I've been able to watch a lot of shows. And as I started going back through and thinking about the shows that I, that I liked, um, there were a lot, but I've narrowed it down to uh, less than a handful that, that I really enjoyed and kind of wanted to throw out. And so I'll just throw out the, the one that's at the top of my list. Um, I've mentioned it briefly, but didn't really dive in, uh, Apple TV's Ted Lasso. So uh, Ted Lasso is um, it's basically a show about a uh, football coach who goes to uh, the UK to uh, coach a uh, soccer team and he doesn't know anything about soccer and it could really turn into this kind of it could have been a really cheesy kind of uh, not great show, mm-hmm, but, mm-hmm. and, and when I went into it, I went in, uh, with very low expectations. Uh, Ted Lasso was played by Jason Sudeikis, yep. uh, Saturday night live. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I watched it with low expectations and I would say that it ended up being probably my favorite new show of the year. Nice. And it's, um, it's a show about something that, like I said, it could have really gone wrong. It's, it's kind of, it's about this person who's like, he's, He's an honestly good person. He's trying to do a good thing for the people around him. And he's he's warm and he's friendly and uh, he's honest and straightforward in a way that you don't see a whole lot of right now. You know, in the last few years with shows, they don't really they don't really go this way. And, And I'm not saying that as a complaint. I think that I think it's hard to do a show like that and make it compelling or worth watching. Yeah. It sounds like it would be kind of cheesy and right. And that's what, and so it, it could have veered into, into a cheesy area and it didn't, it was able to kind of skip that. It's able to be funny and charming and, and really heartfelt, but it takes this idea that could have been really dated and really formulaic and it makes it work for 2020. And I, like I said, I definitely did not expect that I would watch a show about soccer or yeah. a soccer coach and enjoy it. And I can say that soccer is a very uh, – it, it's not really about soccer. I mean, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it is, but it's yeah, not. That's the, that's the like background story that's going on. And it's not just about Ted. And I think they do a really good job of talking about the other characters and kind of uh, – talking about um, team, not just teamwork, but kind of the way that, that people work together and kind of like micro communities. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not doing it justice talking about it. All I can say is it's absolutely worth watching because I just felt like, you know, heartfelt shows that are, that are like with people that, that feature people who are kind and honest and that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, (laughs) <laughs> they're they're hard to do right and they're they're hard to make you want to watch without that cheese factor yeah. and i think ted lasso knocked it out of the park because they made it funny it's it's funny it's you know dirty and gross in some ways and it's everything that you want in a 2020 mm-hmm. show okay. but then it's also got this part that i just felt like i really needed so mm-hmm. you know so that's that's top of my list right there nice um I don't know what movie would have been. I don't, I don't, I can't think of a movie that's like the top for 2020. I'm like really bad at remembering which movies came out when. Sure. Uh, but I have been really in, and I think it came out actually last year. So maybe this is a bad one, but uh, the, the Watchmen, the series on. Oh yeah. Know, right. Wherever it's on. Yes. Watchmen. I really, really enjoyed that. Um, I really enjoyed that show. So that, that was really I, I good this year. So I'm going to put it on my, my list of things that I really enjoyed this year. 
That's right. It's your it's your 2020 yes. show. So that that works. That um, works. You know, going in line with you know staying home and watching a lot of TV. That was one of my and I and I don't know that they're gonna do a season two or whatever. Right. But I I hope they can figure out something and do it. But it was really yeah. good. Definitely. Then, you know, there was a lot of you know it was even still relatable to like things that are going on in the current world. You know. Yeah, it was really good. So yeah, I, that that was that was a really good one. I'm I'm with you. I I love that. I thought that was a that was a great show. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna rapid fire off a couple others because I know we have more things to get to. But sure. um, another show that uh, that I really I now not all of my shows have been like this is what I need to get through 2020. <laughs> Some of them have just been good, but there have been a couple shows where it's been like yes, this is what I need. And so okay. Ted Lasso was one of those. But there's also there's another show. Uh, another side sidebar here is that uh, I've been pleasantly surprised with Apple TV and their programming. Oh, yeah, that yeah I really like that show. C yes that series. So another show that they that. Another one that they did was um, Long Way Up, which is uh, it's a it's kind of a documentary series that uh, features uh, oh, yeah, the motorcycle one. Ewan McGregor, yeah. the actor, Obi-Wan Kenobi mm-hmm. and uh, uh, and his and his friend uh, Charlie. Oh, man, I can't remember his last name. Is it Ship Borman? Charlie Borman. Well, yes, yes, that's it. That's it. And. That show was great. It mm-hmm. was it was so much fun. So basically, the premise of the show is that they uh, they take these long motorcycle trips, and again, it's one of those things where it's like, okay, I'm like, what? That doesn't sound like interesting. So what <laughs> they do is this is the third series that they've done of mm-hmm. these, and so long way up, this newest one, they go from the uh, southernmost part of Argentina all the way up to Los Angeles by motorcycle. Yeah. Electric motorcycle. Yes. So they did, they did, they took a couple of electric Harleys, hopped on those and they, they had, they had some people with them, but the, these people who are with them did not stay with them for most of the, of the trip. They would meet them along the way. They'd let them kind of go along and they'd figure uh, it out. (laughs) Yeah. And so everybody had electric vehicles and they, that was part of the challenge of this was trying to figure out how are we going to be able to charge our vehicles in certain places. And so in a lot of cases they had to rely on the, the kindness of strangers and hoping that they could Mm -hmm. uh, uh, stop somewhere and, and charge up. And it was really cool to, uh, the biggest thing that I think a lot of us, I know for me personally, I miss traveling. I mm-hmm. miss traveling so much and haven't been anywhere since March. So uh, being able to see them travel to these other countries and and take this trip and go to these places, meet with people and have these experiences was amazing. And it was just a lot of fun. And you really see how these characters, uh, characters, how these guys, uh, they, they, connect so well and they have this interesting yeah. friendship yeah they and, have a really yeah as i was say they have a really unique friendship and they're bond yeah. i mean i mean especially when you're i mean i've never done a motorcycle long distance motorcycle trip or anything but mm-hmm. you know i've done road trips and stuff like that where you you really bond with those people that you're with because you gotta figure out things sometimes along the way especially when you know before there was a lot of gps it was like you printed off the pages of your directions and you figured it out or, right Right. You know, you run out of gas here or you whatever, you know, and you kind of figure it out and you work through stuff. And yeah, yeah, in the scenery that they, you know, the the places that they went through in Argentina was just. Oh, yeah. It was amazing. The terrain was just so varied. It was really surprising to me. I didn't know that much, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was really interesting. And I like the, the amount of time that they spent in Argentina and like Peru is there, you know, mm-hmm. as they're going up, it was really interesting to see that and to just get a feel for where they were at and see how, so, how so many things were very similar to, uh, you know, what it's like being on the road here mm-hmm. in the United States. But th- then there were all these things that were, that were so very different. And I liked that it shows, you know, it's fun to see like, an actor like Ewan McGregor kind of just doing his own thing, being a, a real actual person. Yeah. And as much of a real person as he can be. Right. You know? Right. And there's, there's one episode where uh, he's uh, he, for since his childhood, he's wanted to go to uh, the, these, uh, 
these ruins. I, I won't spoil it because if you're listening, you should you should definitely watch this. But he wants to go to these ruins, and they have the opportunity to go, and um, they get up there, and they you know they hike up, and he ends up doing the last uh, stretch of this hike on his own to get up to the top to where these ruins are, and um, when he gets up there. Uh, he's thinking that there's not going to be anybody there because as he's gone up the path, he's been alone. And when he gets up there, uh, there are a number of people up there and they all see him and they, a lot of them realize who he is. And so it turns into, as opposed to being this thing that, uh, that he's able to really take in, it turns into, you know, him doing photos and uh, all of that. Mm -hmm. And he, he's not, he's not, He's not angry about it at all. There was nothing like that, but yeah. you feel for him as you see kind of how this goes. And it's just, it yeah, was he's really gotta, like, he's got to work yeah. basically when he gets up there. And it was just, it was really interesting to, I, I, I love things like that. Kind of seeing how people, uh, how they kind of relate in, mm-hmm. in, in real life and kind of how that works. And so that was a very small piece of it. Most of it is not, it's not about uh, being on the road with a famous actor. It's mm-hmm. mostly just about mm-hmm. they're camping on the sides of the road. I mean, they're just they're finding places. Yeah. yeah. And so it, it was, it was awesome. And I, it, it's one that I'm, I'm actually going to watch again. I'm going to, I'm going to start it again. Yeah. In the next I only, couple that's days. the only one I watched. I didn't watch any of the other ones. So I'd probably go back and watch some of it. Cause it was like long way across or around or something. And yeah. Long way know. around and long way down. And, okay. and it's like, I, I, I just finished both of those. So long, long way around was or long way around was uh, uh, they were basically going across uh, Europe. So they left from, they left from there from like London and they go across Europe uh, through Mongolia, through Russia uh oh, into Alaska, down into Canada, and they and they go kind of across uh, the top of the United States and end up in New York. And okay, uh, and so that, that was the first one. <laughs> and I will tell you that it is a very different vibe from uh, the from the from was long that way the first up. One? Yes, because they okay. are. It's it's like twenty years ago, and so they're 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 much younger, oh, and it's a, it's just a very different vibe. And uh, then the other one was a uh, long way down, and they go from uh, the top of Scotland down to uh, South Africa, and mm. uh, that it was great. I just finished that and uh, really liked okay. it. So I'm taking a little break, yeah. then going back to watch uh, Long Way Up again. So highly recommend. So yes, uh, that was. That was not a uh, that was not a lightning round of me throwing off uh, uh, shows that turned into something that I didn't expect there. So right. I'll just say the last dance, the Michael Jordan documentary oh, was very good. Yes, and this is this has definitely been the year for me, I guess, in realizing that um, I like sports related shows and. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, but they're not just like about the sports or about right. the people that are involved in their story, which mm-hmm. I think is really interesting because it's like you only see them up there or whatever playing the sport and that's all you know about them. Right. And to find out or like the headlines or whatever's going on. So it's cool to see the story behind that or what was actually going on for them personally during those times, which right. I thought was and and the interviews that they had and his, you know, they would show clips of old news things to all the different players like Rodman and right. All the Pippen. Really good. Yeah. Yeah. The, like, the story of their like Pippen and him, their bond that they did or they oh, yeah. had or have, mm-hmm. which you, I, I mean, I didn't really know about that because they were like, you know, their rivalry was the thing. Right. The respect and bond that those two guys had for each other. Yeah. It was pretty oh, amazing. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I was I was a kid growing up in in Illinois yeah. in, in the '90s when this was happening. So yeah, so I just you know it was such a huge thing, but I didn't really understand it at all. Like oh, yeah. what the Last Dance shows, and it was really cool to kind of hear it in Michael Jordan's words, and then to kind of see them, you know, not just not just have it be him, but also have. Uh, these other people around him kind of giving this oral history and talking about the, the drive that the guy had to make it work. And that Mm -hmm. being his thing was just, it was crazy. It was also about him um, rejuvenating and the NBA basically. I mean, it wasn't doing great. So he did a lot for the sport itself. 
Yes. So so definitely watch that if if you haven't seen it. Yeah, I'm not a sports guy, and it was amazing. I'm gonna throw out another one here that uh, that I'm sure everybody else loves, but The Mandalorian has been great. Season two was awesome. Uh, have Have you seen the the finale yet? I have not. All right, then I will I'm not. A little behind. I'm sorry. I will not spoil it. Behind, maybe. I will not spoil it, but I. I'll take take my headphones off, and you can. Spoil <laughs> yes. Yes. I. I really. I really like the Mandalorian is I feel like it's what it kind of sets the tone for what Star Wars movies should be or Mm -hmm. what the last three Star Wars movies should have been. And the season two finale was just, well, I mean, so much of season two was, was phenomenal, you know, but the finale just like it hit all the right notes. Yeah. The very end of it was, um, Everything that I was hoping for and more, like unexpected. Ah, oh, oh, man, it was so good. Well, so, I yes. better watch that tonight. Yes, yes. I really like after I saw it, I wanted to call somebody and, and talk to them about it, but I realized that I didn't know anybody else who was watching that I could geek out with it on. So I'm yeah. sorry. I yeah. yeah. Yes. I'm, season I'm, season three. We'll we'll watch them at the same time and then discuss. Okay. All yes. right. Yes. We'll have a watch party. Yes. Yes. Perfect. And watch it and then have a discussion afterwards like a book club i like it i like it did okay. did you watch uh what we do in the shadows the the series not not a lot of it i've watched so wait there was like i feel like there was two different ones so right? so there so like, they just had their second season oh, was there a, a whole different one so there was a it started out based on like a mockumentary okay uh, so i watched i think that movie or whatever that taika watiti made right sure okay i don't know sorry yeah Yes, yeah. I watched that. And then I, so I was really thrown off by, I think I watched like one episode of the show. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, wait, what? So the show was the same kind of format, but instead of being in New Zealand, it takes place in uh, New York. Yeah. And so uh, it's great. Every, all the characters are amazing. They're funny. Uh, they, they've just, it's, they've got it down that they killed it through every episode of the second season. But, Harvey Guillen, the actor who, uh, you know, we've covered him on Chubster a lot uh, for for years. We've done lots of interviews and shoots and things with him. He was phenomenal. He 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 plays he plays a character that has a pretty interesting arc, and I'm very excited to see what season three is going to going to do with his characters. It's, it's a very odd show. I definitely will have to say that. It it is it's it's quirk it's quirky and it's yeah. it's it's uh it's funny in a, in a uh, in a different kind of way and it's like an FX show right it is it is but it's kind of like you know I mean it's they're shooting a documentary these mm-hmm. these vampires who all live together in this in this uh, in this house um, you know in in New York have um, they've agreed to allow a documentary crew to uh, follow them around as they go about uh, living and or un li- yeah, I don't know, whatever, whatever vampires do cohabitating. Yes. Or- yes. And so they, and, and then they've, you know, they've got uh, um, Harvey who is kind of like their, their manservant who uh, his, his character progression is, is really interesting as they go through this. Absolutely worth it. It's, it's, it's funny as hell. And it was so good. And Harvey just like, I can't say enough about him because it seems like he's just gotten better and better and better as he's gone along through the show. And I I love it. So I'm super excited for season three. Nice. So there are other shows, but they'd be honorable mentions. I mean, obviously we can't talk about a best of 2020 without tiger King, which I like, it feels like it was years ago since that. I was was like, wow, that was this year. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the boys on Amazon, I really liked, um, Yes. Ma- yeah. mainly because the the uh oh man homelander the yep. the homelander was scary like was i see this was the superhero movie that i or show that i really liked mm-hmm. because it, it felt real mm-hmm. like this is what they're actually saying and doing right when like the camera isn't on them you know like totally they're put you know they present that they, they're like they have two different personalities the like superhero personality that they show the world mm-hmm. and then the real like person behind that yes the, like the power that they have and that like what it yeah. does, it corrupts you and 
Oh, it's it, it's it's dirty and it's funny oh, yeah. and it's just it's it's ridiculous. But they do treat they do treat the the superheroes in a way that feels like it would be more closer to life, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so so yeah, it was really good. But Homelander was I mean he's like Superman basically, and yeah. He's, but he's like he's like Superman if Superman was was a dick, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so so it's so it's perfect, and and it's his character. I felt like was. Uh, I was always a little uneasy when he was on screen because you don't know what he's going to do. And it's not, it's not like, it's not like he's, yeah, yeah. And it's, it's not like he plays it up. (laughs) Right. Right. It's not like he plays it up in a way that's like, um, where he's trying to be scary. It's just like, he's unstable. Yeah. the, yeah, the, The power that he has and the abilities that he has. And then that weird, instability that you right. don't know what he's going to do with it because you've seen through the seasons or the show that what he's done already right you don't know who he's gonna yes kill or right or maim or you, you just don't know but it was it was a great show and definitely worth and you've got two seasons now if you haven't watched it so yeah. check that out on on amazon the the last three things that i'm going to throw out perry mason on hbo which uh i i was surprised that i Really like that as much as mm-hmm, mm-hmm. as much as I as much as I did. And the the guy who plays Perry Mason is also on. Since you chose a show from another year, I am also going to throw out another <laughs> show from another year. Yeah, uh, I watched The Americans. Oh yeah, finally yeah. caught up on that. Did that you know led up to the election to yeah. our actual real did world election, and I watched all of it. How many I, seasons of that was there? Uh, five, five, like, quite a few. Yeah, it was phenomenal. It was a great, great show. And I'm just throwing that out there because it, it was really good. And the Perry Mason connection, mm-hmm. definitely. Oh, man, I, I loved it. I, I don't think I could ever watch it again, but I, I loved it. It was. You couldn't watch Perry Mason again? No, I couldn't watch The Americans again. Yeah. That, yeah. I, I watched that for quite a while. And then I kind of was like, this is not the year for me to be watching that. No, no, it's it's hard. It's hard. Stuff going on with. I mean, there's ties to Russia and stuff in the show. So, yeah, yeah. And the last uh, honorable mention I have is uh, Away, the Netflix show with Hilary Swank, where she goes into space. And oh, I didn't watch that one. It was good. It was really good. And they did it. They mm-hmm. did it in such a great way where they didn't like, uh, I don't know. There there was a chance in one part where there could have been this romance thing that would have just been like the most, the thing that every show has always done forever. And they didn't do that. And they, they made it just such an interesting, the whole thing, like the whole idea of what it's like to be in space for a, for an extended period of time. And Hillary Swank kicks ass. So she was amazing in in the role that she plays. I honestly don't remember if I saw this or not. It's, it's good. They, they're, they're taking a trip to Mars is basically, it's like a, Mm -hmm. like a mission uh, to Mars and they go through it's this being the first people, on Mars, and I don't know. It was really cool. I definitely recommend it. So, um, yes, as you can tell, my my 2020 was mostly about uh, shows <laughs> and uh, no movies. I got none. I got nothing. So, yeah. I don't know if you. Yeah, I mean, it was mostly about watching a sh- you know TV and watching shows. There were a lot of movies, but you know, yeah. there were no nothing that really st- I mean stood out that I can remember. Well, as of the time that we're that we're recording this, um, I have not seen Wonder Woman yet, which is on oh. on HBO Max. So I'm sure, well, probably that would be on on my list as like the one or yeah. It's always weird when like the award shows come out because it's like I only remember the last few. Mm-hmm. I don't remember ones that came out way at the beginning of the year when they do those. I'm like, oh, what that was this year, right? Yeah, it's it's hard to keep track. Yeah, so. So the only other category that I have is music and music. Uh, if you think that the shows were exhaustive, the music <laughs> is something that I actively track, like the the shows that I like, the or the the albums that I like, the songs that I like. Uh, yeah. How, you do you, how are you tracking that? Do you have a spreadsheet or do you? Uh... So I so I make a playlist at the beginning of every year and I throw uh, songs into it for best of whatever the okay. year is. Okay. But I also use a I use an app called Last FM and Last FM is something that I've been using since 2005 to track the music that I listen to uh, on my devices. 
So on my computer, on my phone, uh, you know, however I'm listening to music, it tracks that. And so it goes through and it tells me how many songs I've listened to, uh, what albums I listened to the most, um, what kind of my trends were, all of that kind of thing. And so it's a really interesting way to go back through and to keep track of what I liked and what I listened to. And I've been doing that, like I said, since 2005, so 15 years. And wow. uh, yeah, so I, I track all that kind of stuff. Well, that must be the radio guy in you. Yes. Yeah, totally. The totally. former radio DJ guy. It's a lot. It's a lot like using uh, untapped, you know, for yeah, tra- yeah. for tracking beers. Okay. It's just it's a thing, you know, that wait, wait, I what last FM. Yeah, it's last dot FM is the okay. is the website. And, uh, you know, it, it's something where they have they have an app. They have different apps that you can use to uh, to track the different things that you're listening to. But I made these playlists and uh, I made one for 2020 that just it covers a ton of music. Right? I mean, I've got 48 songs on it. We're going to have to share it. We'll have yeah. to share your playlist on our social media. Yes. Yes. I'm going to, I'm going to share it. Definitely. I'll, I'll share it. And I've got a bunch of Chubster playlists. I've got something like 52, 53 uh, playlists that I put together each week that are, uh, you'll be able to find them on Spotify. They're on Apple music. So uh, they have different songs, not just new things for each year, but, uh, you know, music that, that I like or things that fit different themes and all of that. Okay. But I'll, I'll just kind of throw out a couple here. Uh, there's a band called Suns. It's S-U-U-N-S that uh, put out an EP called Fiction. And there's a song called Pray that I, I love, love, love. It's um, it is it's layered. It's beautiful. It's it's able to be those things without being like too lofty and ridiculous. Um, definitely worth a listen. Uh, Dan Deacon put out an album at the beginning of the year called uh, Mystic Familiar, and it's bright and it's energetic and it's it's I don't know. It just kind of it seeps into you. It's really, really good. And I recommend a song called Sat by a Tree, which is really, really good. Um. Yeah, you know, there's a bunch of stuff on the list that uh, that is really good. Uh, I'll I'll put the playlist up. You know, by the time you're listening to this, the playlist will be out there, so you can kind of see what's on what's on the list that was good. And I mean, it runs the runs the spectrum from uh, um, Bad Bunny to William Prince to uh, I mean Orville Peck. Uh, the weekend ministry randomly. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it, it, there's all kinds of stuff on it. So it's, it's, it's really interesting. It's just the, the music that really stood out to me this year. So nice. Yeah. And those are things that you add to the playlist. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So I've got, a, I've got a full playlist. Uh, I think the grand total is 48 songs for my best of 2020, you know, and it's one of those things where we have so much, media that comes along whether it's whether it's movies and tv or music that you're always missing something there's always something that's missing so i've gotten to the point where i'm past that being a thing that sticks in my head that i worry about all the time mm-hmm. and now i just when i find something i like I, I throw it on there and so everything on the best of 2020 list is um from 2020 so I was say, those are all songs that came out in 2020 Yes. Oh, see, yes. I don't ever, I don't really keep track of my music. I just, I noticed that, and I don't listen to a lot of music specifically through like an app. A lot of times I just listen to radio. Sure. Um, but so uh, obviously Spotify has their 2020 list. So right. um, my <laughs> most played or favorite song, I guess, was Stupid Love by Lady Gaga this hey, year. Hey, nice. I guess. Uh I don't know. There's some stuff from Beginners, um, Ariana Grande, Lizzo, of course. I'm a big fan of hers. Right, right. Some Taylor Swift, Pink. I mean, she doesn't have anything new, but I have a lot of stereotypical gay stuff on here from my Spotify list, which is fine. All the stuff that you like, yeah. Yeah, but it's stuff that I like that I'll play to get me in a good mood and like get me energized or pumped up or just... right jamming on the way to work now um yeah you know i my um as far as uh albums and and tracks um i mean the things that are at the top of my list 
my favorite band Deftones put out a new album this year. So uh, that is pretty much all over it uh, <laughs> as far as like new stuff. The Dan Deacon albums up there. Um, Alex Cameron put out an album called I forget what it's called, but there's a song called Divorce that's on that that I love. And I honestly don't know if that even came out this year. I don't think it did, but uh, it's fantastic. And um, yeah, you know, I think the the other thing, another song that I really love that I've gotten caught up in is uh, it's a song by a band called Girl in Red. It's called Bad Idea. And it's just a real simple, fun kind of song. I, I am, I'm sure that that didn't come out this year either, but I also have a playlist that when I find things like that, that are not from 2020, I throw them on that list. So I have like 490 tracks there that are things that I really like that I like to go back to by girl in red. Yes. Yes. So, uh, it was a band that I had never, never heard of before I heard that song. So, uh, yeah. Nice. So there we go. Definitely going to check out your playlist. It sounds more interesting than mine. We, we could turn this into like a three hour long episode where, you know, we just talk about yeah. music, but go down the list of that. things. Yes. Right. Right. So, so that's, that's basically what I've got on my list. I don't know. If, I don't know if you have anything else that you want to throw in that. I mean, I just, I honestly, my list was a little different than yours. I just talked about things that I enjoyed or did. So it's sure. a, I enjoyed talking about the things that we talked about. Um, yeah. I, I did a few, a little bit of gaming stuff. I kind of got into some gaming a little bit more this year than I ever have really. Um, Bjorn was kind of the catalyst to that. He, he likes gaming, so he was trying to find games that I might enjoy. So we played a lot of different things that some I liked, some I didn't like. Um, I kind of got into Animal Crossing for a while. Um, that was kind of fun. But I, I, I get bored sometimes. I just needed to just be like, I don't want this never-ending story. Right. Like, I just want to, like, fight people and be done kind of thing. Understandable. Um, I do like, there was one called Roller Coaster Tycoon that I really enjoy. I like kind of the building of the worlds kind of thing, like a Sim City type thing. Totally. You build a amusement park and you have to do different things and put, you know, they give you tasks basically to do. So that's kind of fun for me. Nice. Um, one that I really did enjoy was Streets of Rage. Streets of Rage. Yeah, it's just a beat 'em up game. It's just a you know really easy. You just it's a, I think it's just a side scroller thing, and you just beat up whoever comes at you. Whatever. Nice. You know. Um, we've been playing Lego Ninjago. <laughs> right, right. Lately, um, so that's kind of a fun one. Um, I get lost a lot, and I don't know what I'm supposed to do, but it's okay because yeah. you can do that. And I'm just like bashing things and collecting coins mostly. Yes. Okay. Um, Bjorn really wanted, I tried Borderlands. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm not great at those type of games. Cause I, it makes me nauseous. Sure. Cause you're like, it's like a first person shooter. Right. So right. I'm not great at, cause I'm like trying to aim and running and I'm like, okay, yeah. I can't. <laughs> and I'm not really great at shooting. Cause I like over adjust all the time. Sure, sure, right, right. Where where are they shooting me from? Where where I'm dead. <laughs> where are they shooting me? I don't know who's shooting me. Or there were like dog or wolves or dogs or something in that one that kept getting me. Yeah, yeah. Because I felt bad shooting dogs, but at least at least you tried. Yeah, I mean, you know? well, we've been finding some different games that I enjoy playing. The the Lego one is probably one of my little bit more favorite ones. Sure. I also don't like all the story. I'm like, yeah. I don't really care why I'm doing this. Like, I just want. <laughs> right get yeah. to whatever thing i'm supposed to do because it's fun the lego one you can kind of you have to like you know bounce around and um, climb up a thing and make a you know make whatever make things go sure to get to a different level and find a thing and <laughs> yeah i just i like a little bit of that story but it's like broken up so it's like oh you just do this right and then you're done it's not like find the hidden thing that we don't even know where it is. It's, you know, I'm like, no, I don't want to. <laughs> right. Just make it a little bit easier so I can actually do it and not spend four hours trying to like, I yeah. watched, he, I don't even know what the game is that he was playing, but he literally, Oh, it was a, a tomb Raider. Okay. Whatever. Yeah. Something. Yeah. Tomb Raider. Um, 
And he was like doing the same thing like four times trying to figure it out. And I was like, I'm already like irritated and bored. Uh, yeah. Like, yeah. I, I don't know how you can just keep doing that over and over. It's and fun for like, some people. <laughs> it's like trying to figure it out. And I'm like, I, I'm already like, I want this to be fun, not first. Right. Like, I want it to just be kind of an escape thing. So the Lego one is good. Yeah. Super Rage is good for me. Yeah. Take out some of my aggressions on the whoever makes sense makes yeah. sense in my house there's been a lot of uh, spelunky too mm-hmm. uh there's always minecraft there's a ton of minecraft okay. and uh, uh spider-man miles morales uh which has been a whole lot of fun and uh i know i finished other games earlier this year uh, god of war the last god of war which was a whole lot of fun the story was great it was you know more like like very cinematic very much like a movie so yeah um i mean yeah it's they're they're always fun games gaming and i can't even imagine now that santa got you that new system what oh yeah yeah yep yep santa santa came through and uh there's there's been some some good gaming for sure it's gonna be still a lot of staying at home through 20 most of 2021 so. There is, there is. So <laughs> I have a feeling we'll be talking about gaming and uh, a lot more streaming shows and all that good stuff as we go into next year. Yeah, I'm so. excited for the HBO Max movie releases, whatever that Warner's Brothers is doing. Yes. So yeah, I'm gonna go watch. Okay, what was the show I had to watch? I already forgot. Oh, I had to finish uh, Mando. Okay. Mandalorian. Yep, and, yep. And we have to watch Wonder Woman 84, whatever. Yes. We yes. Have to watch those. Yes. And then uh, we are only a couple weeks away from the first of the uh, the Marvel shows, which uh, oh. WandaVision. They announced a ton more shows and uh, yes. uh, a Fantastic Four movie that they're going to do, which I, I'm excited to see what, how they do it and make it right. Um, bunch of stuff. So yeah. I, there's a lot of good stuff to look forward to in in 2021. So yeah, you know, let us be the first. Yes, let us be the first to tell you to say Happy New Year because Yay. next time, I next time you hear from us, it'll be 2021. Yes. So. Well, all right. For sharing all that stuff with us, Bruce. I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, it was good. It was great to great to hear what uh, what was on your list as well. So, you know, tell us what's on your list, dear listener. Hit us up uh, at Heavy Combo uh, everywhere that you do your social. Yes. Thanks, everybody. All right. Happy New Year. Bye bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Heavy Conversation. Be sure to like and subscribe on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>